What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Okay, you know, like at camps and stuff like this, you take the ball out. You ain't getting the ball back. <laughs> like, you the last one up the court. They already did their thing. So I stopped there, and I just got into a rhythm and started hooping. The Lakers should sign Trey Young this summer. They got to kind of start preparing for, like, if LeBron's last year is this year or next year, whenever it is. And I feel like a uh, pick and roll with AD and a guy like Trey Young would be deadly. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my PrevNA 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. you celebrated the chip at? At the palace. We stayed at the palace all night. And we oh, didn't man. leave till like about 9, 10 that next morning. Damn. We was drinking. I live like about less than a mile from the palace. So, you know, the brothers who indulged in the drove. Yeah. Ran to my crib real quick. Yeah. Boom, bang. Ran back up to the palace. Yeah. 
and we was grubbing and drinking all night. I ain't take my uniform off. Yeah. All I did was cut my tape off and change my sneakers. I still have my tights, the same blood stains on this jersey, everything. Kept that on there. Headband. Like, y'all was in, y'all was in your house with your Detroit Piston uniforms all smoking, and then went back to the palace. I was. I love it. Yeah. One business deal that didn't come to fruition for you, Nike. Oh You offered a Nike deal, and today the estimated worth would have been five point two billion. <laughs> I mean, you're doing fine, but talk to us about that Nike situation. Oh, though, the reason man. why you chose thanks Congress. It would have been easier beat. Thanks, thanks a lot, uh, Matt. <laughs> he, still, he still got a beat, but it oh, could have been on, an easier man. beat. Yeah, yeah. So here I am, just winning the national championship against Larry Bird, and three companies came in. So Converse, Adidas and Nike. Nike was just a year too old. And so Converse offered me the most money. So you know when you grow up broke, you, you take the money. So um, Phil Knight came in and said, hey, I can't offer you the same type of money, but I can offer you stock. <sighs> <laughs> wasn't trying to hear that then. I wasn't trying. I wasn't trying to hear that then. And I didn't know nothing about it. And my family didn't come from money. Yeah. See, that's mm -hmm. one thing that hurt us sometimes. When you don't come from money, you, you don't, don't know, know what's... I didn't even know what right. stocks was at right. that time, right? right? So I passed on the stocks. Damn. Can you imagine? Damn. 45 years. Oof. $5 billion Oof. that stock would have been worth today. Oof. But like Jack said, you're the reason... Why, yeah, you this still is your, made a beat. You're the reason why we wore Converse, though, because I got me a pair of Magics, too, but, like... <laughs> No one would have touched Converse. I, I got mean, Larry a blister right now from 95 <laughs> still from the damn shoes. So this is why mostly every day that I train, like literally, I'm not exaggerating, I almost died every day because I wanted to quit. Chris Jackson wanted mm -hmm. to stop at hour yeah. and a half. Yeah. Tourette Syndrome said, no, nah, man, you got to play me now. Mm. And it's got to be just like this. Perfect. And no matter how tired you are, uh, you got to fight through it. You can't take no rest. If there's a glitch in the move, before you shoot it, it don't count. If all of the shots have to go net, everything had to feel perfect. Those last 10 shots of that, if I trained an hour and a half, I have 10 shots to make. Mm -hmm. And I got to get them up. Everything had to feel perfect. Coming off my hand, the dribble, the planting of my feet. And if one thing was off, even if I made the shot, I couldn't go back and say, if I'm at nine in a row and I hit 10 and it skims the rim, I can't retake the shot and say 10. I have to start at zero. That may take me another hour and a half. Mm. Then I'm leaving the court. I'm dribbling. As I'm leaving the court, <laughs> if the ball don't feel right a few times, I back up. I'm underneath the goal again. I shoot it. Don't feel right. I got to do that same 10. Same way, two times. That's when I started. I said, I got to improvise because if I don't, I'm going to kill myself. I had to take the ball and I had to throw it towards my house after I finished. That way, when I finally got the ball and I was dribbling, I messed up, I back up, I'm not underneath the goal. Yeah. Mm. I can make it home. Then I had to come back Damn, and do that again. That's crazy. Before the day was over. So that was, I don't know, if I would have known that statistically we had a better chance of becoming doctors and lawyers. Yeah, the basketball player. <laughs> I don't know if I would have went through right, that. Right. Because literally, I was every day, man, I had to wake up and I was threatening, you know, 
death, and I'm not exaggerating. Kenny briefly spoke to this when we had him. Your first impression when Shaq came to the crew and he brought his DJ set, his hookah lounge, and all this kind of shit right off the release. <laughs> you seen him shake his head right off the bat. <laughs> so... <laughs> so, you know, we're in a, we're in a, in a room, we got like... Some, it's actually like something like this. We have every game on and a bunch of networks. Mm -hmm. Shaq's in the other room, smoking hookah. <laughs> he loves hookah, loves it, every day. And he's in there smoking hookah in LA, and then he's practicing his DJ stuff. He, apparently he's a pretty good DJ. No, he is. Yeah. And like, loud as hell. Loud as hell, he's smoking hookah, and we go in like, yo, man. Which, <laughs> so... <laughs> It, 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 it's crazy. He's in there practicing this DJ thing. And finally they said, yo, man, you can't smoke hookah in the building. He goes out in the parking lot and he's smoking hookah. And he loves it. He loves it. <laughs> he loves his hookah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, he, and he just makes us laugh, man. Because yeah. he's got a pure heart. Oh, and, man. But, man, when he first came there, but the thing that was really funny, he come, like, the first night, he, he'd do something funny. Second night, he'd do something funny. Third night, he'd do something funny. And then he says, then he says like, hey, I need you guys. I need you guys. I want to try this next week. We're like, yo, man, you know we're on TV like a hundred and some days. You can't try to do some shit <laughs> Out every night. Out top each other every year. <laughs> <laughs> so, so seriously, so we're like, the joke around the studio became like, Hey, we like five shows of Shaq setting himself on fire on TV. <laughs> five shows? Because <laughs> like, yeah, he was actually thinking, like, I've got to outdo myself. How do I myself. top myself every week? We're like, yo, man, we're only four shows in. <laughs> we got 100 shows. And that, that's when we came up with the joke. You, what do you think about show 10, 12? We're going to set himself on fire? <laughs> and that became the joke. I, I studied martial arts for a long time. Okay, so you be good. And I boxed for a long time. And I'm I'm a nonviolent um, jokester, but no one ever threw a punch at me. I remember I, I told one guy, I I told Alonzo, I said, swing at me. I said I I promise you, I, you should swing at me. I said you <laughs> you should swing at me. You should swing at me. <laughs> that reverse psychology yeah. that, might, that might get you thinking oh, for a second like, yo, this motherfucker ass. might have something. Yeah, for me. and I remember we just started messing with him. I said Dennis thinks you're cute. <laughs> <laughs> and Dennis would, you know, Dennis had asthma, so he, you know, he's breathing funnier. <sighs> and he was like, what's wrong with y'all? I said, he thinks you're cute. Just hey, nah, because I seen the video. Uh, Dennis Rodman was standing straight behind him, and he go, and uh, Zoe comes out the game, he looking at the, you a sick motherfucker, man, you sick, you are sick. <laughs> Dennis was like, anyway, again, he was like, I don't know, look at his calves, got great calves. Look at his calves, your calves are great. How'd you get calves like that? Lonzo was like, y'all are sick. <laughs> Give me one of, one of your best college memories on off the court. <laughs> oh, man. You want to hear a funny one? <laughs> when I got rolled for a dime bag in my driveway. Yes, the, pol the police were hate. It's so ironic because two years after, the, the cannabis was legalized yeah, in the state of Washington. Yeah. And I had to apologize. I got, I got suspended. Was that right before the draft? Yeah. Uh -huh. That's the only time I ever made the national headlines. In your I driveway? Figured. In my driveway, oh, broken tail light. With a dime bag. With a dime it wasn't even bag, worth man. it. That's, 
that a bitch? I would have swallowed yeah, the plastic. <laughs> Jack said he would have swallowed it all. Yeah, plastic and all. The culture around where they find it at? Where they find it at? Glove compartment. I was very sober driving. I'm I'm not an idiot, you know. I'm not going to be inebriated behind the wheel like jeopardize my future. Right. I come home, you know, just got a nice little sack on me. I'm like, okay. It's gonna be a decent night, you know. If I play rock band and just chill out, <laughs> just get blown. All right. Yeah, and like, I see these flashing lights. I'm like, no way. What's going right on? Right when you're pulling up to your house. Literally right when I get in my driveway. Damn. And I'd be like, sure. It's gonna be good enough. You play some rock band. Yeah, bro. It's crazy. And they're like, sir, uh, you have a broken taillight. We smell marijuana. Can we get out your car? Can you get out your car? I'm like, don't you need a warrant for that? Or like, we can get one. I'm like, whatever, man. Just search the car. And I was all upset. They put me in cuffs. Like, I'm like, for a bag of weed? I was in cuffs, like, in the back of the car. They take you downtown? They shamed me. No, they didn't take me downtown. Okay. Did they know who you were? Of course they did. It's okay. a small city, bro. Okay. Poland's a city of 30,000 people. Okay. They put me in the back, and I'm just like, immediately it comes to mind. I was like, God, my parents are going to be so upset. <laughs> They're going to be so disappointed. <laughs> so disappointed. Gosh. <laughs> Man, they, then, uh, they let me go, but I got a citation for it. And then, uh, man, it hit the. But that was media. before the draft. I remember they made a big deal about that. Like, they did. Did, did they I remember they were talking about the air? Because the draft was all right on geez, the way. Jeez, guys, it didn't hurt anybody. I just <laughs> literally got a bag of weed. Like. I always tell a story about how I didn't get, I didn't get the rookie hazing. Because of him? Because of him. They wanted all that kicking the ball in the stadium and go get donuts and none of that shit. Kmart was not going. And I was <laughs> a rookie right there. So if he ain't got to do it, I ain't got to do it. Yeah, that kind of steps your game. Oh, man. What? K-Y, K-Y said we ain't got to do that shit. Y'all going to y'all gonna, y'all gonna take up that I ain't going to get no donuts. K-Y said I ain't got to do it. Y'all going to take that yeah, shit up. Like, I just had the mentality, man. Like, ain't no, grown, ain't no grown man going to make me do nothing. But that just, I can't, I'm, too, listen, I wasn't 19 was when old. I came in. I wasn't 18 when I got drafted. I was 22. Strong as an ox. Yes, that's what we was on, though. 3% body fat, nigga. I was, listen, dog. I'm not doing it. You ain't making me. If I want to buy donuts, I'm going to do it on my own terms. Yeah. If I want to help the manager with the bags, yeah. I'm going to help them because I'm out of kindness on my fucking heart. Yeah, not because not I'm gonna being told me to. Do. No, not at all. You're yeah. not going to. Who was on this team? Who was on this team? We was ready to squab, though. Y'all know. Oh, and me. I told him in a fight. Come, and listen, me and him, whoever told, was on yo, the fight, we finna back to listen, back. Me and him. Hey, I told him in a fight, and a fight come with yeah, it, man. Like I was dead ass serious, bro. Who was on the team? Kendall Gill. Like we uh, had vet, we had real Johnny vet. Newman. Johnny Newman, Sherman Douglas, um We had some solid Steph, vets. Lucius. Steph Lucius. Um, yeah, it was the dudes on the like real vets, but yep. I told they him, respected I it. Do, I ain't doing listen, man. I ain't doing nothing. Yeah. He like, I ain't y'all ain't gonna make him neither. Nah, right there. Show lane. Nah, like it was a situation. <laughs> so it was a situation, I ain't gonna say the vet name, like it was a situation the dude wanted some shoes that Jack had. Yeah, he tried to take my shoes. When the shower, he come try to like, Jack, what's up with them shoes? Jack like, man, you can have them. He like shit. I was gonna say I was gonna take him veteran choice. It ain't he ain't even talking to me. I said, man, you ain't taking shit from yeah. nobody here, dog. He said, go try to deep on my yeah, shoes. Like, yeah, I you told ain't taking shit from nobody. <laughs> I was gonna take him anyway. Hey, you gonna eat your cornbread? Yeah, yeah. That? yeah. I, I was gonna take him anyway. Can, 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 can I say what? You man, ain't, you ain't gonna take shit in here. Not from nobody, man. Ain't nobody going for that, bro. So nah, Kmart was like the Jordans I had. So Kmart, it was like, it was Kendall Gill. Hey. He ain't gotta buy that. It was Kendall Gill, motherfucking ass. With time out. 
My, oh, I was, oh, I, we both were oh, from Texas, so you know I was starched down. Hey, so, so we came, both were hey, starched so down. Kmart was like the real big buff dog, and he was a little dog running around talking shit and fuck with everybody. Nah, nah hey, you know what? Hey, hey, you know what? It was kind of like that, but I was biting too. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, no question. Too, you know what I'm saying? Hell yeah, but yeah, I, I, but I let him go and talk. He was the number one pick, so I couldn't talk. My words really didn't have no weight. You know what I'm saying? But once he said something, yeah, he said that. Man, right, that's what I was doing. Because I could do that because the way I played the game, the right, way we played hard. the game, like I, it hard. didn't, whatever I, whatever I had to, to do or say, let's go out in this 9450, man. Yeah. Like, let's get to it. Like, no matter what is being done, I'm not doing none of that, whatever it is, let's go hoop, man. And we had the like, coolest trainer, so he was really with us, too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Tim was so, really with us, too. Absolutely. So, uh, it was... You gonna eat your cornbread? Yeah, yeah, man, he tried me. Man, I was in my first year. I was, I'm barely making the league. I just came from overseas, going through all this shit, trying to get here, and I get here, and this, this motherfucker's trying to debo my shoes. Like, nah, I couldn't man. believe that. Like, nah, I couldn't believe that, that shit. Like, that. Where, where are we? Yeah. It was, you know, one of the greatest uh, friendships I've ever had in the business. Mm -hmm. The laughing on that set. Oh, oh my God. Takes. I can only imagine. Oh my God. I can only imagine. Uh, I'm gonna tell a story I've never told. Please. Love it, <laughs> love it, love it. So, please. Martin was newly married, so he was like, he's like, well, you know, in Miami, he was like, I'm not, I'm not doing nothing. <laughs> I'm not doing nothing. So I'll, this is for the first, first one. Okay. For the first one, newly married, he was like, dude, I just don't. Mm -hmm. I, it's like, I was like. Marty, ma, <laughs> we in Miami. Right. Come on, you got it. He was like, no, no, no. I was like, dude, it's like, we got to go. It's like, for the culture. Mm -hmm. They know, like, we the mm -hmm. bad boys. Like, they know, it's like. For life. Yeah, it's like, come on, man. <laughs> right? So, Prince had a club called uh, Glam Slam. Glam Slam. Glam Slam. Sounds like Prince trouble. had a club in Miami. <laughs> Right, yeah. <laughs> so you can imagine what a Prince club was like. So it Purple was, everywhere. Pur yeah. <laughs> Everything swayed. You got to have nice hair to get in. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, I can't get in there. I'm with you, though. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm your plus one. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> so I get, I get Martin. I was like, Martin, come on. Prince got this. Is You got can't this turn club. down Come Prince. on, Martin, come on. And he was like, man, all right. So we go. And Martin is literally sitting there with his hand. And he's sitting there and it's, it's, thick. it's wild. Like I'd <laughs> never seen nothing like this club, right? So we're sitting there and there is a, there's a balcony that looks over onto the dance floor. So we're up in the balcony, VIP, we're sitting there. Martin's sitting and there's like, like girls like you just can't you know you've been to Miami yes, so yeah, you know right yeah. so the girl walks up and stands in front of Martin and she's standing there and she's dancing in front of Martin and he's like oh come on and she lifts her skirt up and she has nothing on under mm, mm, and she's mm. asking Martin if they could <laughs> she wants to have sex in the club and I look at Martin, and he's like, this one don't fucking go nowhere with you. 
Ow. Right out the he, he was right gone. out the door. He Piss. just like right out of there. Pissed. Pissed. We should have hit us like, baby, Piss. he would have hit me three Martin months ago. We could have been <laughs> Martin and I have never been out again. Since. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Never been out again. Another notable name, some may know Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Michael Jackson used to beat my daddy ass in the uh, talent uh, shows. Oh, really? Your dad, dad had some talent? Yeah, my dad sing. My dad okay. in the satellites, matter of fact. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, so, but like he. You know what I mean? Like, you know, tried to go, because him and Mike the same age. So, okay. you know, they was always bumping heads in the talent shows, and Mike would fuck that nigga up. I'd be like, man, you can't fuck with Mike. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you talk, man. <laughs> fuck you talk, nigga. And then, nigga, them niggas did a talent show. Like, Mike brought the whole group out on his motherfucking ass. I'm like, you up there solo. He got Tito, Jermaine. They all doing it. <laughs> they, the they in step. They got moves. They got Joe. You know what I'm saying? Like, they had Joe pushing them niggas. Right. Like, you ain't had nobody. You just had your mama telling you, yes, my baby. Like, nigga, <laughs> Mike had a team, nigga. So you, we curls. You could, yeah, nigga. He couldn't fuck with Mike. I love <laughs> you, dad, but you know you can't fuck with Mike. I love you. <laughs> you know, goddamn well, you can't fuck with Mike. Uh, <laughs> Mike was fucking you up <laughs> your whole life. <laughs> We be watching motherfucking pop. Michael Jackson on TV my day, like, turn that motherfucking shit off, yeah, man. He didn't want to see no part of it. He didn't listen to it on the low, though. <laughs> when I first met him, I said, all right, I'm going to see this dude, this white cat can really go like he Because the verdict said, is right? always out on white boys, nigga, who, with all due respect. It's always out. It's respect. This yeah. ain't nothing yeah. bad. So I said, let me see what he can do. But Larry had something that most oh, white boys man. don't have. Oh, Just man. say that. Just keep it real. Man, yeah, Larry, 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 Larry was different he, now. He Larry was different now. He had a little bit of nigger. Yeah, he was different now. He was different now. Larry was different now. That boy, he can play, man. He turned it out. We, we played on, on a team in college uh, in a tournament together. This is the first time I ever sat on the bench. Him and I were on the bench. Mm. And um, we were like, the guys in front of us wasn't better than us, but Kentucky head coach was coaching the team, so he started three guys from Kentucky. <laughs> so we said, okay. But when we got in the game, we turned it out. <laughs> but I saw this dude eat Jack Givens up. He was player of the year that year. Kentucky, right? Yes, from Kentucky. And Larry Bird was just slicing and dicing him. And I said, <laughs> oh, I called home. I said, it's true about this boy. <laughs> I was calling everybody. This dude can play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that was my first time seeing him. And then to be out on the court with him in college for that national championship game. And then, of course, what happened in the NBA. But I would say that uh, we got a chance to change the league. Yeah. You know what? What a blessing it was. He ended up in Boston. And then I end up out here. My personality was L.A., Hollywood. His personality was Boston. Right. <laughs> and it worked for the whole league, you right. know, so everything was good. First time All-Star. What did that mean to you? Unbelievable, bro. I, I know that felt great. Bro, it was, um, it was unbelievable, bro. Even though, like, I feel like, because I think we was in, like, the ninth place. Ninth place, I believe. So I feel like I should have got voted in. Like when it happened and I didn't get like voted in, like I was at the house, like my family hot. You already know how them households get, like they hot. Cause they announcing it, you know? Mm -hmm. So my family, they all came out to San Antonio and we all, I just got back, I just got back home. And I just remember like, they ain't call my name. as no, no, no uh, the, the reserves. They ain't call my name, bro. I was hot. I was hot. My family was hot. Like, I seen, I seen my brothers crying. Like, they hot. Like, you know? Like, <laughs> they trying to figure it out. I'm like, bro, it ain't nothing. You know, we're going we gonna to get there. Like, 
because God got us. You feel me? But he got me. Like, I work hard, great person. So it's like, it's bound to happen, bro, sooner or later. Things a couple of days go by. Obviously, you had guys hurt. I go to the gym, and you know how Pop is. Pop's smart. He already know I'm in. They vote. They got me in. Adam Silver put me in. But it's, I have no clue. I'm just going to practice. Go to practice. After, I'm a, I leave. Pop's like, have a great day. Da, 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 da. I head home. The family's still there. Then he just, uh, he just randomly called me like, can you, uh, can you come back to the facility? I'm like, for what? Like, I'm going to see you tomorrow. Like, what you need me for the facility for? He's like, man, just come to the facility. I get to the facility. I go solo. As soon as I walk in the door, they're like, congratulations, all-star. Mm. Bro, it's like, I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute, what? Then obviously it start blowing up, the phone, the text message, the calls, all that. I start breaking down crying, bro. I don't like, blame you, dog. You I feel was glad to hear those words. Bro, I start breaking down crying, bro. Like, I'm like, this shit. This shit crazy, bro. Like, nah, this ain't true, bro. To be an all-star act? This shit ain't true, bro. You know what I mean? So I go home. Obviously, I hug all them guys. I hug all of them, the staff, everybody, coaches, everybody, front office. And as soon as I get home, bro, whole family crying, bro, the whole you, family. They already knew or you told them? Oh, they already knew. Oh, they already knew. It, it started getting out. Oh, okay. okay. <clears throat> they just knew I was leaving to go to right, the gym right, real right, quick. Right, right, So I walk in the door. I walk in my house. Everybody crying, bro, like. But it's like tears of joy. Like, that motherfucker used to be in the rain at five years old by himself. I was in the snow by myself. No backboard, just the rim. I was in the house getting the laundry. You know what I'm saying? All that. Mm -hmm. Getting the hangers, putting them on up, the door. Balling up socks. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Balling all that. And they mm -hmm. that that's what you seen, like, in, in from all my family. And I think what really made it hit different is we lost my sister not too long from that. My sister was killed, like, months before that. And our family was kind of in a, you know, like, a head down, like, sad, mad, like, just a revenge mode. You feel what I'm saying? Like, because she was killed, you know what I mean, by her boyfriend. So it's like brought some positive, something positive to, to the family again. It, like, reborn us, you know what I mean? And it just was, it was unbelievable, bro. Like, even still, like, I still feel like I ain't did none of it. Mm. I still want to get better. I still want my coaches, people to criticize me to get better, to be better, like, so I can make it again, right. make it again, you know? Mm -hmm. But it's like, it's a blessing, bro. When you're able to do that, like, obviously, basketball, sports, team, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, we play basketball, so it's a mm -hmm. team game. You can't win without the team. Mm -hmm. But you got your individual things, you feel me? It's and cool. you can say you was a top 24 player in the league that year. You get what I'm saying? That's unbelievable, That's dog. unbelievable, bro. You That's feel me? That's unbelievable, dog. That's unbelievable. So it's like, that'll never go over my head. You know, I'm forever gonna be, be, be thankful for that, bro. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Terms and conditions apply. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. On a serious note, um, me and you were on big three time. We were really talking about getting in shape and doing a lot of things together and also playing the game. But while we were playing, uh, you went through some real stuff. You suffered a heart attack. And, you know, it really fucked me up because, you know, you're my real friend. And uh, you, you were going through a lot at the time. And then we didn't know, you know, you really weren't telling us. You know what I'm saying? We had to find out, you know, when, when you when you had really was in the hospital and everything that went down. But talk about going through that, bro, and, and you know, staying strong through all that and, you know, trying to figure out what was next. Because, I, I mean, that's that's really what you was going through that whole time. We was trying to figure out what was next for all of us. Yeah, man. Hold on one second, bro. It's tough times, bro. I know. It was tough. Hold on one second. Take your time. Yeah, man. I can't believe y'all would ever see me out here crying, huh? <laughs> Shit, we was crying together. Yeah. 
Give you one second, bro. Gotta take your time, bro. I mean, that's the mode we was in the whole time. That's all we could do. All right, I'm ready, my fault. But yeah, man, it was a, uh, it was a tough time, man, for you know myself, my family. You know, when you go through something like that, you know, you don't, you know, us, we can feel invincible at times. You feel like you realize you're not, not invincible, right? And it's in that moment, think about your children, your parents, your brothers and sisters, family, everybody. I just remember when I was kind of going through it, and I fell out of my house. My son found me. I was able to get me to the hospital. See his face crying, broken hearted. Killed me even more than the pain I was going through. That's my baby. That's my son. He's 22 years old, but I saw him as a baby. Did you know this? It was tough. You know, it just changed my life forever. Because, you know, I, I love different now. I'm not mm. afraid to tell somebody I love them now. I'm not afraid to be, be me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was more reserved and laid back. I'm more, I'm pouring to people now. You know, I'm pouring to them in different ways. You know, me and Stack joke and play, but that's the way we pour into each other. Yes, yeah, love. You know, and, you know, I just do that more now than anything. You know, because... Life's too short, I know it now. I was right. 40 years old. Ain't no five days from my birthday. And just kind of, as you go through stuff like that, man, just be thankful for every day. You know, with this HBCU stuff came around to us, God, just working in my life. And this stuff that's been stacking them for me ever since. And, you know, I appreciate guys like yourself, Kmart, and all my brothers who always keep me encouraged and always check in on me and all that shit. And I never even played with these dudes. You know what I'm saying? But they just know we real ones, and they, we just clicked up, and I just appreciate, you know, everything. But, you know, when you go through that, you just, you know, you know who loves you for real, too. Mm. You know, you learn a lot about people, you know, and there's some people that are seeing you vanilla text and, like, you okay, but there's some people that really make sure you okay, right. you know, and, you know, I just really appreciate my children around that time, just, you know, being there. I'm just, you know, just every day I try to be a good dad. I try to be a present dad most best I possibly can, and I try to be even better son than my father and my you know, because, you know, my parents are getting older and I, you know, so I try to spend more time with them and understand what's most important. And, you know, fuck this hoop shit, fuck the money and all that bullshit. Family is, and, and memories is the only thing that's important to me now. And, you know, and that's what I try to do. And I know this basketball keeps me away from my family and, and, you know, back in Indiana or whatever, but I know God got me on a mission to touch more than just my family. And that's just what I'm doing. So and I'm thankful for every day and, you know, I just, like I said, I don't take it for granted. Mm. You ever have any experience with uh, Michael Jackson? Yeah, man. Fucking Michael Jackson, bro. <laughs> I, I booked his studio. We booked his studio, um, Westlake, for my first single tonight. We moved from nice. our studio to his studio, and he wanted to get in there one time. So they was like, um, you know, they came through, warned everybody that, you know, Michael's going to come through. And uh, he didn't want nobody to see him coming through or looking right. So we all out there, in the, you know, by the pink, the, pimp, um, the pool table, kitchen area, everybody chilling. We taking a break from the studio, and these guys come in, and they like, it was like, hey, y'all, um, 
we're about to bring somebody through here. You know, they didn't ask us to leave. They asked us to just turn around and face the wall while, you know, they bring the artist through, right? So it's like, are y'all serious? Like, it's not a joke. They was like, man, if y'all, come on quick, man. If you could just, I know who you are quick. I like your music. If you could just turn around and <laughs> like face the music. wall. Just turn the fuck around. You know, it, you know, it'll all be good. All right, all right, man. So we turn around and shit. This shit seemed weird as shit, like some police shit, like, you know, being hemmed up on the wall. So the door opens, poof. Then you just hear some penny loafers just mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> Running through the little thing. You turn around, you can see him, like his little hair and shit. And my went in the door, closed it. It's like, all y'all cool. Y'all can turn around. Y'all, everything's cool. It's like, damn, Mike didn't want nobody to look at him. That's what the crazy. fuck is this? Right? So um, that was one experience. And then it was another one where he booked our studio, hence um, Skip Sailors. And he was more cooled in. It was like I had a one of my little artists I was trying to sign and you know, he didn't really say nothing to us. He just walked walked past and you know what I mean? Whatever. He wasn't he wasn't as timid as he was back in ninety one, ninety two. He was just more cool. But he didn't I don't know if he I don't think he he didn't want to fuck with me. He thought I was blood. <laughs> Mike was a crip. Mike was yeah, crippin'. Mike was crippin'. Yeah, Mike was on his cripping. <laughs> Jack, you should tell him the one about when you when you almost got ran out of this league. Where we at? In Indy? And yeah. Remember that call you made to me? And I called oh. the commissioner up. Man, I forgot about that. Jack, you was out. I was done. You was done. You was done. I was done so many times, but y'all remember that. And <laughs> and you you said I called you. You called me. I got something from Al. Yeah. That's how I got in touch with you. And I called David Stern. I said, you can't do that to him. I was done. You was out. I remember that. You Z. was gone. That's how you got back in the league. I was done. You I remember t- that like yesterday. Yeah, you should tell that story. I, I actually forgot about that, but I, I remember it vividly now. Yeah. I remember, because I was, shit, I was trying to call everybody that I figured would help me at that yeah. time. Yeah. And Al saved me. Al saved me. No, Isaiah saved me. I mean, Al, Al <laughs> Isaiah saved me, but Al saved me. You know what I mean? Isaiah saved me, but Al connected me to you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and you got back out on the court. How many, how many weeks after that? Three. Thank you. Three weeks. I was in the midst of sus- you were already suspended. He was gone. I was done. Mm. I was at home already. He wasn't suspended. Yeah. He was done. The, the wheels were greased and he was out. Mm. Huh? I don't, uh, I think I called. Uh, Ghostbusters? No, nah, I ain't called Ghostbusters. <laughs> I ain't called Ghostbusters. The spirit got you, the earth, wind, the fire got you already. Donnie Wall, I remember Donnie Walsh, Zeke. And uh, Mike Brown, that's the only people that went to war for me that I did I remember, vividly remember. But the only one that got to David Stern's ear. Yeah, I went to that man's office. Mm. Can't do that to him. Mm. That's dope. See that's I'm not going to happen. I see me in it. I see me in it. Stand. My show was gone too. I'm talking about. I was gone. No, I seen it. Randy Moss. You play high school ball with Randy Moss. I'm pretty imagine, sure y'all, and both of y'all talking like, I don't understand either one of y'all sometimes. But how was it like playing with one of the best receivers to ever play in the NFL on a basketball court? I'm going to take it a step further than not just the best receiver. To me, he's the best. I play with a lot of good athletes. Mm-hmm. Bruh's the best athlete I've ever been around. Mm. I mean, when I so talk about athletes, I'm thinking like, can he hoop? Can he throw a baseball? Can he sprint faster than you? Can he jump higher than you? Can he throw a 
fishing rod further than you. All that, bro. Skip a rock. He do everything. He going to beat all y'all. He going to beat all y'all. Yeah. I, well, I mean, that's that. Randy Moss is definitely one of the best. But how was it playing basketball with him? It was good. You know, he was player of the year in basketball our years. And uh, I was player of the year in football one year. He was player of the year in basketball. But that's crazy. I wasn't what position did you play in football? Quarterback. Okay, you were still, yeah, still throwing I, that thing. But I wasn't trying to get hit or nothing like that. Yeah, you I'm didn't like straight that. Straight out of bounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too, you ain't too, putting your head down on nobody? Too fragile, bro. <laughs> Keep them pads clean. Yeah. And then our coach had uh, Randy Moss. We had a punt return called Jesse James. Blitz 10 guys. Got one guy back. I'm the guy back, right? Because <laughs> you know I have good hands. I'm going to catch it. Run straight to the coach to get the play for the next time. One time I tried to cut the bitch up, up the sideline. Clipped me. I landed on the ball. Knocked the air out of me. I'm laying there. Coach was like that. I'm like, look, bro. You got Randy Moss on your team. You got me returning these motherfuckers. <laughs> How cold was he? I mean, make it make sense, right? I mean, we get a chance to see highlights of uh, of you guys in high school, and you just throwing it up there. But I, I don't really see much of him in, in, in from fo a football standpoint in high school. What was he like as a receiver? I couldn't imagine what kind of cheat code that was. was he was a uh, receiver. He, he played. He never came off the field. He kicked off. He 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 was played free safety. Um, then he would receive, and then he would kick the extra points. And then, and then if, if we had to punt, Buddy was punting the bitch, too. Like, I swear, I swear he'd be an uh, all-star, uh, all-NFL punter if he wanted to be. Really? I ain't lying. Kick, right kick now, the, today, bro. Yeah. Still. Today. You guys still stay in contact? A, a little bit. And he likes to fish, bro. I don't get down with the fish. Bro. Okay. You don't play with him? No. That's I'm not good. you. I ain't touching no fish or no worms or nothing like that, bro. <laughs> nah. We always talk about this. You know, about who would have won in 94, 95 if MJ would have left. <laughs> but, you know, people don't realize how good Dream was and how, how competitive yeah. Bernie Maxwell was. Mm -hmm. Why not? I mean, Kenny said y'all would have handled him. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, what was your thoughts? Obviously, you know, you have an understanding and you won a lot. Yeah. Uh, those are some tough Bulls teams, but y'all was tough too. So. Yeah, we were tough. But here's, here's, this is why I know we would have won it, because I played Science. for Phil. And I go back to this 2006 season. No, two, I'm sorry, 2004 season where we playing, we he we were playing um, San Antonio, and I had to guard Tim. Tim gave me 36 a night. I'm begging for some man, y'all gave me a fucking double team, cause Tim started facing me up and doing stuff that I had never seen before. I said I need a double team. <laughs> <laughs> and Phil was like, we know, and one man won't beat us. I mean, damn, he won't one man beat us. He's yeah. killing me right now. Yeah. You know, and, and so he double teamed. I said, and with that same mentality, I know it wouldn't have changed with dream. dream. And you, you think about this, I, I, and I'm looking back at everybody that they had on that Bulls team. I know I'm a better defender than all them dudes. Mm -hmm. And I know Dream is better than, than, than Tim. So they wouldn't have been able to stop Dream. They said, okay. And I, and I feel like when I, the young Rob, would have been competitive enough to stop Scotty. Mm -hmm. And so I figured mm -hmm. that's why we would have won it. And then you got, you know, everybody said, what about the you know, black Jesus? I mean, MJ, look at the way Vernon played. I'm telling you. Vernon didn't back down from nobody. Vernon back, I'm telling you. <laughs> watch Vernon play. Vernon would give you 30 to 40. One of the craziest athletes you would ever see play this mm -hmm. game. But because of his craziness being Mad Max, people don't talk about it or even view really what he was. did or how good he was. Facts. We you had got, a good team, man. Yeah. Facts. You got any crazy? I, I, I'm a huge fan of Matt. We had a story. That's of, the homie. Uh, I'll tell you our story. So we were in Houston one time with the Warriors with Nelly. Mm -hmm. And somehow he found out we were going to have shoot around there. So we got there. He had like a full hour workout like Nelly look at me you know you need a 10 day to like everyone was both full Seriously? sweat I promise you no, no we had first walked in there like somehow he found out where we were practicing that so he had got in no there gas. an hour before 
had a full workout talking about a 10-day. Nelly, what's up? 10-day, like this is what, 07? Yeah, that was the We Believe season, right? That was the right? We Believe season. That Unbelievable. And I, and, and I had to kind of look around like, is he serious? And people were like, no, he's serious. He's dead, dead ass serious. serious. Like, he too. was... He and he looked good, though. Look great. He looked great. <laughs> look great. Shit. Hey. He looked great. You, you, you talk about freaking bodies. His body is just, he was just ripped for no reason. Didn't really work out, yeah. but just was ripped. And he could just stay up all night, drink, smoke all night. That mother gonna come out and come go for 40. Yeah. His favorite thing was if you come to LA and play, he loved playing in LA. That mother would hit a jumper. And find out where the chili, you know, this is when the chilies used to sit on the side. That mother fall and push herself back into the chilies, look at him, prettiest white teeth, smile at him. I'm fucking him up tonight, baby. And get back out there. It's like, <laughs> he was, man. Brother was just, man. He was funny, man. Uh, he was I'm hey, fucking him up tonight. I'm telling you, man, that dude was uh, a crazy competitor, great crazy. athlete. And he could just, man, you had to be there. Another time, I mean, we had this incident. We were playing, you know, how sometimes you have shoot around. Guys leave. We still shooting around. All of a sudden, our strength and conditioning coach comes running out like, yo, man, I need some fucking help. Vernon going fucking crazy. So we run in there, and Vernon and Carl Herrera both have weights in their hand. Them motherfuckers just boom, boom, hitting each other with the weights. And they like, help. He's like, I be damn, I'm not about to get hit with a fucking weight. And so them motherfuckers fall till they got tired. And then the next day, they hugged it out. You know, and if you ever see Carl, Carl Carl's Sh a big dude. Yeah, Carl Schoeder came out place. Vernon was the first person. Like, I got this, this is my boy. He would help him to the back. And then three weeks later, the motherfuckers fighting again. And it was just the craziest relationship. But those two loved each other. And, and that that was just a competitive nation of Vernon, boy. It was, it's a lot of stories. Even though the time when I had to go save him in the stands. I yeah, yeah, I remember, yeah, I remember the stands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah first he time. walked straight up. <laughs> <laughs> it was what happened Break this, so for those who didn't see it so we we playing it. portland portland's kicking our ass right you know i'm sitting i'm pissed because you know when you have a good game and you lose and you feel even worse so i'm sitting at the end of the bench and all i hear is yo vernon who's that bitch on your arm vernon says what and i'm at the end of the bench because i had just got subbed out so vernon's jets by me I look this way, I'm like, oh shit, he going in the stands. <laughs> so I run up in the stands. It was two dudes. One dude jumps up, Vernon pushes him down, and he gets ready to swing on a dude. The other dude jumps up, and I'm like, I'm getting ready to grab him. He looks at me and sits back down, like, yeah, motherfucker. I'm like this. I'm like, yeah, I'm swole, right? And I look behind <laughs> me, it's Otis Thorpe, and I strength and conditioning. Oh, yeah, you <laughs> so he's like sat down real quick, like, and then they, and the guy, he never hit the guy. He just pushed the guy down and said, what the fuck you say? Say it again. And the guy was like, oh. You know how everybody is. They talk mm -hmm. trash until they, you know. Until Jack had to take it to the next level? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where, where were you when I went to the stage? I needed you then. I needed you then. Come grab me. Yeah. Hey, any... Three million dollars later. Did, did, did uh, Dream Smack... Uh, uh, <laughs> Was that true or was that, that rumor? That's that's the truth, but I had I got there the season after. Okay, that. so you that weren't was, there for I that. Okay, we'll that leave, we'll leave, but yeah. yeah, but Vernon I'll tell you the story how you know Dream, you know, people don't I'm, you remember um Dream Smack too. Vernon. Vernon. Oh. So <laughs> you remember Randy? Uh what's Randy? I can't think of Randy's name. He used to play for the Clippers. Randy Livingston? No, no, no. He uh, another Randy. I can't think of his name. But we were playing the Clippers and I think it was Randy, but you know, everybody was scared of Ken, was it Ken Norman? Norman. Everybody was scared of Ken Norman, right? You know, he was like that for enforcer nobody would fuck with. So we walking off the court, and Randy's talking shit to Dream. And then he pushes Dream. Dream hit him with a two-piece, boop, boop, real quick. And then he goes, runs to get Ken. Ken's like, who hit you? Dream? Ah, oh, fuck that. Because they know nobody <laughs> would fuck with Dream. Because people would realize Dream had those hands. If you go back before Dream really deep dive into his religion, that mug fought 
every time he could. Mm-hmm. It was a twenty-five to fifty-dollar fine. Mm. He didn't give a shit. He would knock you out in a second. So I think the, the old dream kind of came out because when you push someone, you kind of lose it sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> he ran it with that two-piece real quick. Boop, boop. He's like, I'm going to get my big brother. And big brother saw who it was. So no problems. And, 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 and it's crazy you say that because. He the best person in the world. Like, he the best dude in the world, Dream. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, Best he person is. in the world. How did the lighter flick come about? Shit, man, you know how I smoke. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's literally, it's on God. I would not lie to you, bro. It's, it's not a trademark. It's not a... Because if it was, we'd have it synced up already, yeah, and I wouldn't yeah. even have to do it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So if you are listening to you can listen to Every single one is a different and. The answer is simple and plain. If you're a Wayne fan, uh, you got already got to know that I'm about to smoke during the verse. Mm-hmm. I'm lighting up for the verse. <laughs> right. And that's Cheers. the only reason. Yeah, no, Cheers, let's go. No other, yeah, it's not a trade. Much, that shit became hope. classic. Yeah, it's not a, hold on, let me make sure I get my... Nah. Hey, 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 it's to the point where like when, when, when motherfuckers hear for the song, they be like, oh, shit, yeah. it's been a go down. Yeah. It's been a I feel like that too when I hear that. Yeah. <laughs> I done heard it. I done heard a few flicks on some other songs, and, and you're not delivering like I deliver. So stop doing that shit. Yeah, man. Any Donald Sterling stories, white party stories, <laughs> anything? What you got for us? I, I wasn't invited to the white party, so might have been you know, too young. Yeah, yeah, you know. So, um, but no, it was it, it was it was definitely different. It was something different going on there. Um, I just. I remember being in the locker room and just, you know, him always bringing his friends back there. Weird, right? You know, and one time it's just, you know, just, man, being, you know, it's like mugs in the locker room, people going back and forth to the shower. And, you know, like he it was just lingering around back there. And, you know, it's just like. watching. Yeah, it was just like, man, weird. it was weird. It was weird. It was weird. Super you know, weird. That's bro. all I'm going to say. It was weird to me. Weird yeah. energy. So I just, I didn't know how to take that at, at <laughs> like, you know, 19, 20 years right. old. Like, like, what the fuck? <laughs> you got all the owners in here watching dicks? <laughs> Crazy. Is this how all the teens do it? Oh, uh, man. <laughs> at Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. 2007, mm-hmm. you land a major role in Transformers. Mm-hmm. What was that like? Crazy. Still had the uh, one of the Transformers in his crib. Not at the time. Not at the time. Yeah, I yeah. got it all after. Yeah. But yeah, see my Transformer tattoo right there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I grew up watching Transformers, man. So you grew up watching the high... Now it's you... crazy. Like, I'm. they don't got to tell me nothing about... Autobots versus Decepticons. It was Lucky Charms. And, you was telling and, them and, shit. Under rules. That's not how that went. Like, this shit was crazy. Like, nigga, you, want to, you want me to talk to Optimus? <laughs> 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 yeah, that, that was like crazy, bro. Like, ah, like I said, man. And working just, with Michael Bay, of course. Oh, man. Oh. So here's a here's a Michael Bay story. Uh, let me think about this for a second. Have I ever told this story publicly? No better time nah. than now. Got to tell a quick Michael Bay story. So first thing, uh, when we were doing uh, Too Fast, Too Furious, the whole Too Fast, Too Furious was filmed in Miami. Uh and while we was doing Too Fast, Too Furious, they were shooting Bad Boys 2. So Will Smith and Martin and I, been knowing Martin because I did a guest appearance on Martin when he had his a TV uh, mm-hmm. sitcom. One of the greatest shows ever. Of yeah. all time. Yeah. Uh, I stopped watching TV after that, Married with Children and Oz. I was mm-hmm. dumb TV. Uh, so uh, I know him. Love them both. They every time they would get around me over the years, they would always like, for whatever reason, just go above and beyond, just trying to put me up on game and, and protect me from myself. Uh, so I, I, you know, I hit Will. I got invited to the set of Bad Boys, and even though our budget was nice, that shit was crazy. <laughs> what what they was doing, right? So fast forward. Uh, uh, 
the Maloof brothers uh, opening their first hotel in Palms. Vegas. That shit used to jump. Which, which Palms. one? Palms. 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 Yeah. That shit used to jump. So Whew. for the grand opening, they put like 75 some celebs on, on, on these private planes from LA just to be there for the grand opening. So literally, I get on the plane, and I'm on this private joint, just like, oh shit, private plane, uh, it's crazy. And then, uh, right as the door was about to close, Michael Bay come walking on. And I'm sitting there like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I know exactly who the fuck this guy is sitting there. I'm talking about, man, I'm talking about right here, okay, on the plane. So I'm sitting there, shook his hand, cool vibe. He remembered me from coming to the set with Will and Martin. And then uh, I asked him a question. I was like, let me ask you something, man. Are you aware of how many people in Hollywood say you're like arrogant, you this, you that, and this? And I guess the question was like the last thing he expected me to ask him. But you can tell just on some real shit, he was like, yo, I appreciate you mm. asking me a real ass question instead of like sitting there telling me how much you love the movies I've done. Mm -hmm. I was like, so our whole hour flight was about just chopping it up about some real shit, like what people think of you versus what you think of yourself versus what you said and what you did, what you responsible for, blah, blah, blah. That was the gist of it. And it was love, it was all love. So then I get to the lobby. And I've never hung out with dude. I was on the set. He was in go mode, you know, genius director, big action guy. Everything is a thousand miles an hour in his head, you know. And so seeing him when he's out of game mode, he's a whole nother person. Very cool, sociable. So I get to the front desk to check in. And as I'm walking through the lobby, because it's the grand opening, all these women was in the lobby in Vegas. And without me noticing, by the time I got to the front desk, I must have turned around. It was like 30 of them gawking and looking. And Michael Bay walked up to me. He's like, hey, man, wow, you know, like he really got excited about all this energy that was around me. And my brain was like, <laughs> my brain was like, huh, my nigga. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, lady, you want to be my brother? Like, if this is, if this is what. If this Close is what you own, yeah, come on now. Hey, I do this, this is this is what I do. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, this is easy. You know what I uh, mean? Shit. I'm like, I'm the R&B nigga turn actor. Nigga. I got <laughs> juices following me this all day. <laughs> so, I'm 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 seeing the excitement that he's feeling about the energy around me. Now, I ain't finna sit here and say I arranged anything because I ain't that nigga, but. <laughs> it was it was really like, and I was like, and then literally at the front desk was not the plan, but I felt his energy. I said, yo, man, I'm, I got some girls coming up, man. Drains is real low key, man. You ain't doing nothing. Pull up, right? Right? He's like, and then he was like, yeah, yeah. What's, you know, what's, what's your room number? You know, what's your... <laughs> so I got the key. I was like, you know, blah, 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 405, whatever it was. And then I was like, man, this nigga ain't coming. You know, he ain't, ain't no fucking way he gonna come. You know, she, man, listen. I literally 
It's the funniest shit. If Michael see this clip, he gonna be like, "You, I've never told nobody." <laughs> hey, he, got, he got there before you. Exclusive. <laughs> so, so I'm literally in the room, right? I swear to God, it was at least thirty chicks in there. I didn't tell them they needed to do anything. I just said, look, man, if this man knock at my door, when he come upstairs, y'all got one job and one job only. Give me To just make him feel <laughs> yeah. like the most incredible motherfucker you've ever met. Yeah. And I said, look, man, I want y'all to know, there is nobody in the history of cinema who knows how to film and capture women the way Michael Bay do on some Victoria's Secret, been shooting them campaign for 30 years, blah, blah, blah. So they all up in there like, and I'm like, yo, he actually specialized in putting random women on. He don't necessarily need to be with a supermodel. He don't go for the established. He'll go and find some brand new oh, bad chick and up. make them look. Nigga, they was up in that motherfucker like, damn, they're just like, well, thank you for the opportunity. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, look at this. Hey, he, he gonna be happy to hang out with me. We gonna be way happy to see y'all when he get up here. Yeah, yeah. So, hey man, y'all ain't gotta do shit. Literally, I, this ain't no prostitution. Like, I ain't, I don't play them games. Yeah, not do shit. Which nothing did go down. Man, drinks, girls, put some music on, vibe. Had a nice little sweet. It wasn't nothing crazy. And like an hour go by, I'm walking, I'm pacing in my room, and went, but, 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 but. And I swear, man, I almost want to get up and reenact this shit, but the camera's on me. But like, if the peephole was here, nigga, I was like, I was like, oh shit, See, like it was like a move, like oh shit, like yo, nigga, if this motherfucker is on the side of this door when I look through this peephole, it's over, it's over. So I went, looked to the peephole, fuck. <laughs> Y'all good, right? Y'all niggas ready? Y'all ready? ready. Position. Y'all niggas do action. Bruh, opened the door, came in. You know, he always got his little shirt just about right here, you know? <laughs> you know, he's Mr. Miami at 24. Hey, hey, man. You know, you want something to drink? You know, they, went, they went full on flirting. Like, don't worry about me. Just make sure he feels amazing when he gets here. Man, they hit that thing so far at the park. Next thing you know, got each other's number. He invited me to a Christmas party. That's up the street, by the way, here in Santa Monica. And uh, hung out with him. He's like, hey, man, uh, I got this movie I'm about to do. I'm thinking about doing it. You know, Steven Spielberg hit me up. And I mean, he's mentioning Spielberg like this normal. I'm like, <laughs> Spielberg, you know, he wanted to direct it. And he was like, well, you, maybe you should do it. He's like, what do you think, man? I said, Transformers? Like, man, are you, that's, that's childhood for me. And he's like, yeah, yeah, you think I should do it? I'm like, fuck yeah, man, it'll be crazy. He's talking to me like as if, me saying he should do it is going to actually make him do it. I'm like, well, shit, you're going to ask me? Yeah. So then. You know what else you should do? You should put me in it, too. Yeah, yeah. That's just, <laughs> then, he, then he said, this was funny. Uh, he said, uh, he's, he's like, yeah, would you do a movie like that? I'm like, yeah. I'm trying. I'm like, I'm so fucking fired up. But I'm trying to play it cool. Like, yeah, man, I do some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. 
crazy. I grew up on that, man. It'd be crazy. You would kill that shit if you did it. And then he said, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, are you funny? I said, yeah, 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 I'm funny. I don't, I mean, I'm just, can't really tell you I'm funny, but I, you know, yeah, I've, I've been known to, to, to keep niggas' attention to tell a good joke or two, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and, and so he invited me back to his office. I walked in his office. The whole room was full of images. It's all computer generated. It's all of these images of the cars and the bumblebee before and after the this, you know, the Optimus Tron truck and all of these images. And he's like, come in, man. And I'm looking, I'm like, what the, you know, I'm looking at my childhood. So he wanted to cast me in the first Transformers to play Bernie Mac, the car salesman who sold Shia LaBeouf's character, mm -hmm. the first Bumblebee, mm -hmm. if anybody's seen it. Mm -hmm. That was supposed to be me, Bernie Mac. Mm -hmm. And after hanging out with him several times, he literally, sweat, he literally created the role, Nest, and had me with Josh Dumel, the soldiers, and we end up doing three Transformers. I would have been grateful for the Bernie Mac role, but for him to be like, yo, I really like you. You a good guy. He was like, he literally out the sky. We had nothing to do with the storyline. He created the Transformers soldiers that work and rock with Shia LaBeouf's character. And all of that shit happened from an airplane ride. Mm. And all these women at the fucking hotel. What's the name of the hotel? The Palm. The Palm. They did their job. They 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 put me ladies, on the plane. Ladies, if you happen to see it, shout life. out, ladies. Good work. <laughs> Favorite meme of yourself? Uh, probably the one with Brian. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What did you say for for those who didn't see it? So we we had a timeout. Yeah. <laughs> we had a timeout with like a minute forty five <laughs> left. We're up like eighteen, and you know at that point we game's over. I don't, didn't know why we were still in the game, and coach was drawing something up. And you know, no, you know how timeouts are. Uh, nobody was really listening, and I asked a lot of questions that year. So I asked coach as I was walking on the court. I was like, "I'm not doing anything. Like I'm, I'm on the left wing, basically chilling." He was like, "Yeah, AD Brown and Russ were supposed to run some three man action." And I walk on the court, and I asked Brown the same thing. I'm like, "Yo, I'm just chilling, right?" He was like, "Nah, you're going here, here, and like Ugly just shit. kept going." No, I don't know if he was fucking with me for being serious, <laughs> to be honest, but. Uh, I actually make that face a lot when I'm kind of, you know, confused. It's like you just but have some smelling salts. But at the same time, like, I I would like to think I'm not confused a lot. So I kind of know what's going on. So I was like, I don't know if that's true, but. He was fucking with uh, you. That game yeah. is crazy, bro. That is crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's, I ain't see that one for like two days, though. Uh, my, bro, my brother actually sent it to me. That was after I think you know game, look like on this game one or two of Denver series. Have you ever seen wedding crashes? Yeah. <laughs> no, the, 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 the brother. The brother. No, exactly. Oh yeah. I'm an artist. <laughs> an artist. The one that was playing that. I, I painted a picture for you. <laughs> That's actually funny as shit. Oh shit. And he had that motherfucker hog That's tied to his hair. But That's he had him he had him tied to the bed and everything, yeah. remember? <laughs> 2001, 15 and one in the playoffs. Uh, the infamous step over with Allen Iverson. He spoke to that on our show, um, and I think surprised a lot of people with his answer. Let's take a look at that. You guys run into the Lakers in the 2001 Finals. Go into LA, get Game One, 
and you hit the jumper on Tilo and stepped over him. A meme that still gets played daily. <laughs> Looking back, now almost 20 years ago, what do you think about that? I don't like it. Really? He was giving me so many problems, man. He was a dog. He was, he was harassing me. Straight dog. Mm -hmm. Like when I stepped over him, it was like I ain't know I did it. And then they try to get me to mimic the shit years later. Like I don't even know how to do it. <laughs> you don't know when you're gonna do something. You don't know the emotions in the game or what go on throughout the game. It can be a coach that piss you off and you react a certain way. Just, you know, to basically tell him, ah ha, yeah, look what I did. That yeah. moment, yeah, it was it was dope when you look back on it. Right. But I just don't like it. <laughs> uh, obviously, a moment, we live in a social media moment now. That wasn't back then, but it's still something that kind of surfaces around. Speak to that moment and then also your relationship with him. Um, at the moment, you know, like I said, people make a big deal out of it. Like, he crossed me over and I fell down and then he stepped over me. Like, he, he hit a contested shot and I stepped back and I fell. He stepped over top of me. And... You know, for me, it wasn't even a big deal. Still to this day, it's not a big deal. And you get kids like, oh, that's the guy's option. Man, you weren't even born. Right. Like, you weren't even born with him. I'm on that same, I'm on that same mixtape yeah. where they show that highlight. Yeah. They show me two more, about two more highlights after they falling. So yeah. I'm with you. But it wasn't even a big deal, like to me. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? People make a big deal out of it, but like it's a part of history. And that's okay. Like, mm -hmm. I love, I love AI. Even before the series, like it's something I idolize. He's two mm -hmm. years older than me, but like, man, the cornrows, the from the hood, like mm -hmm. my height. All the things he did, girls, just like a light, lighter, lighter skin. Yeah, yeah. 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 But like, he he changed our game. Mm -hmm. Like, and the culture. Coming up, yeah, the culture of our game. Mm -hmm. Like, the change. You know, Jordan, they wore in suits. They yeah. like, white tees, chains, braids. Like, he changed the game for us. And from where we come from, that's huge for, for us. Yes. Because a lot of times, you know, as young black men, we got to compromise. Yeah, I'm not comfortable wearing a suit. And if I get a suit, it might be a $200 suit. Eddie Jones laughing at me, like, what you got on? You know, he always teasing people. So, like, he changed the culture for us and made it okay to be an NBA player, but also be who you are. Yeah. And so I idolized this dude. I told him from, from day one. And so when I played him every day in practice before we played in the finals, like, just mimicking who he was and um, feel like, play fast, do this. I knew every movie did. Like, I, <laughs> nigga, I was so happy. What? Yeah. Like, loose. two weeks of just being, oh, man, Took what? Took back to college. Yeah, 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 every huh? move. And so when I played against him in the game, I knew everything he was going to do. Like, yeah. I swear to God, Stack, every every move, every counter. And so, um, you know, to me, like I said, I idolize a dude. And so if it's a moment in history, and he deserves it. Like, he deserves it. Like, I don't I don't make me no You know difference. why he say he don't like it? Why's that? Because how he is, the love for he have for you. Like, he yeah. don't like how people try to make it as to seem like he belittling you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because the love he got for you, that's why he don't like it. Well, and, and I, I love him. I mean, but, he, I mean, you AI, I'm T. Lou. And yeah. I don't have no problem with that. Like, I'm, I'm a realist. Not but his, his eyes, yeah. both of y'all here. Yeah, I mean, I'm a dog. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm a, you, oh, you light skin. I'm, like, I'm, I'm a dog. Like, I'm a guard every night. I'm not going to back down. If we got to scrap, I'm going to scrap. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Goddamn so, right. it is what it is. But at the end of the day, like, He's MVP, and I'm just T. Lou. I'm just happy to be able to have a chance to compete against him at a high level. So I'm giving everything I got. But like I said, that's my guy. Like if he needed anything, whatever, that's that's my guy they, to the end. They don't know Chuck is one of the most sensitive NBA players ever. He cry all oh, day. He gonna yes. tell you he love you twenty times. Twenty times. You know what yeah. I'm saying? People don't know random, that about yeah, Chuck. Just a yeah. random phone call out the blue. I love him. Yeah, that's I it. love you. Yeah, and I love him too. <laughs> What's you know up, what bro? That's yeah. it. What's happening? You and if I, if I didn't get a chance to compete against him in 2001, I don't know where I would be. Yeah, because yeah. like you know what I'm saying, like you don't know if you don't get mm -hmm. that opportunity. Yeah, like I was like on the bench, kind of. You know, I didn't play till. Uh, six minutes ago in the third quarter. I didn't play the whole first half. 
You know what I'm saying? So like having an opportunity to compete against him, like it just it changed my career, it changed my life. Yeah, you know open what I'm more doors so, too. Yeah. One of my biggest regrets, and Steph, I I'm sure you would have been the light skinned man either way. You was gonna be the light skinned man. You know what I'm saying? You was that was destined for you. But I feel like when you came to the garden and I let Raymond Felton's pride oh, yeah, get in the way and he had 50, mm -hmm. I feel like that's when you decided you was just gonna rape the lead. Bro, <laughs> I, 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 you know you know what? I ain't mad was, at you. That was the moment? Bro. I think so. Bro, I believe so. Like, can we go back and track? But, but let, me, let me tell you why I'm not, I feel you. Because Raymond Felton was on my team. Jameer Nelson Cooked. had 20 points in the first quarter, the first three games of the first round of the playoffs on him. So I get it. <laughs> I get it. When I tell you. That's my dog, but I get Raymond, it. Raymond, yeah, that's my dog too. That's why I say, I, 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 Raymond said, Shump, no. Like, he was like, bro, like, stop, like, stop. I'm like, G, come on, G, like, come on. Because I had switched on to him. I immediately poked the ball away. I'm, bro, let's get to this dude, though. Like, stop letting dude do this before he really be doing this to us. Like, <laughs> stop letting him do this before he really be doing it. Real talk. Because that's I seen it coming. coming. I'm like, the confidence is changing. Gee, he going back to Davidson on us, bro. Nah. His jersey ain't red, bro. Don't let him do that. You feel me? I'm like, he doing the shit that we was like, you can't do that in the league. He started doing it. I'm not in the sure. garden. Yeah, you going too fast shooting that jumper now. That's too much. <laughs> you ain't even holding it up no more. You ain't. You ain't. You, he was, yeah, falling and shit. I'm no, bro. Now he talking to the crowd. He pointing at fans. I'm like, Steph don't even do that. I think it was us. I, I think Steph hey, shimmy gee, on I'm My bad. Hey, hey, New York, my bad if I was a part of that. Because, shorty, I did not. I could have ran up to Raymond like, hey, G, you're guarding. Whoever. Whoever. The fuck else. But I'm now guarding Steph 94 feet. But I had just got back from injury, so they was like, Shump, you overgassing yourself. He gonna yeah. do you. Yeah. <laughs> That's how they were saying it. You on a minute restriction. Yeah. He's gonna do you. Yeah. Let yes, Raymond I'm, handle I'm this. I'm willing to re-blow this wheel just to yes, shut this motherfucker down. I really felt like in my heart, like we are birthing an animal, bro. Yeah. I, I really think of that moment. I'm like, bro, I think we ignited that mm. confidence that yeah. came. Cause after that game, bro, he got he very off. disrespectful. Yeah, he took off. He got disrespectful. What he started was that? Was trying that, shit. That 12 2012. 12, 13, yep. right? 2012, yep. 13. Yep, that's it. I had just got back, bro. I had to wear a sleeve on my knee. I never I had a black sleeve on my knee, bro. Ever since. I'm like, shorty ass is really dragging us. And I'm like, shorty, y'all acting like this. Right? I was coming to, i never forget being in the huddle. Ron Artest, better. Wait, what is he right now? My, my, my Whatever dog. Whatever you want to call him. Yeah, it. my dog, my bad, my bad. Uh, but yeah, I like calling my nigga Ron. I just like, your mama named me Ron, I'm going to call you mm -hmm. Ron. All right. Like, Ron. We don't call him better. <laughs> Well, better start rubbing my shoulders, like, calm down. If he telling you to calm down. He like, be cool. Was it? No, it couldn't have been Meta, though, because Meta came the I'm next saying, year. I'm just saying, that's kind of so ironic. It? Who then. was it? He oh, telling you KT. to calm down. KT. Kurt Thomas came, grabbed my shoulder, say, hey, man. Okay, now that sound different. He that's say, hey, man, calm down. Calm down. But I'm like, I'm like, man, what the fuck? This nigga got like 30. I'm like, bro, this is, he putting bullets in us, bro. Like, what y'all mean? It's not cool. Foul him. Hit him. I'm like, bro, what y'all talking about? He ain't got no bruises on nothing. Hit him. Hit him. Like, what are you talking about, bro? Take a foul. He coming off the screen. Hit him. I'm like, bro, y'all want me to do it? But I'm like, 
asking coach. They like, man, somebody get wild, man. Woody like, <laughs> Woody like, come get wild, man, over here. Calm down, man. That man on the wood. They like talking to me like it's before we knew it, the man had 50 and the garden was mm. cheering for him. Mm. I say they cheering for him. I was sick, bro. Light-skinned man. I just want you to know, bro. <laughs> light-skinned man. You ruined man. my day. Oh, do you know the light-skinned man? The yeah. light-skinned man? The light-skinned man? <laughs> do you know the light-skinned man that lives on Drury Lane? Oh, bro, that light-skinned man now got Ill real alert. vicious after that, mm. dog. It was mm. real. Yeah, it was run away with it after that. He started shooting it from 40. Farther than that. Start turning around when he shoot. I'm like, you Gilbert Arenas now? Yeah. You Gilbert? Jesus Christ, H and zero pieces? Knicks, Knicks will do it to you. Man, Knicks will do they it. Get, That's crazy. You steady. Knicks will get everybody their confidence. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare at&t connects an ode to podcast connect the alarm change the podcast you stream connect the snooze 10 more minutes to dream Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk, get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.